So a pair of sunglasses, McDonald's breakfast, and uh, and a court help a man keep a child. This is a spoiler to a 1999 movie. Fucking what? Oh, what's the name of this movie? Oh my god. Is it, um... I'm happy someone's fucking got it. I it's Big Daddy. It. It's Big Daddy. It has Adam Sandler in it. It's Big Daddy. That was Big Daddy. Yes! <laughs> and this ah! is the What the Condor podcast. Ah! <laughs> Welcome to the What the Condor podcast, everybody. I am Surf and Flea, twitch.tv slash Surf and Flea with two A's. To oh. my left, in the studio, we have got the man himself, the looker man, the game reviewer man, Nasty Nate. And then to my right in the studio, the mayor of Moronville, the sheriff of <laughs> Stupid Town, we have the Condor 13. I and did. on the boards, we have Kyle. He's literally just standing I, on the board. I, oh my god. Aaron, dude, I love your fucking energy right now, man. <laughs> I'm feeling it, yeah, man. Dude. Today, I mean, today's a good day. Today's a uh, good day. It, it is a good day, but it's no, Frank I, Ocean I, Day on the What the Condor podcast. It, but go it on. is. It is. It's Frank Ocean Day. We'll get to that later. But I, I, I love like the like the the WWE vibes I got from <laughs> your intros. Is Frank Ocean it, like a the Fifth Ocean? Like we have yes, Atlantic Pacific. Yes, yes, yes. Moving on. <laughs> but, but no, I, I love how it was, it was like Billy so Ocean. much hype and then Billy West. and then Kyle it was just like that yeah you suck <laughs> yeah Kyle's just kind of here Kyle is the boring wait, heel dude, wait hold on hold on, hold on. Guys, guys I don't think his headphones are even plugged in <sighs> I, 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 I only say hold on I only say because like Look at the cord. It should be curving down to to hook into the the jack down there. Wait, but it the looks like it's just on your piece. The, dude, I think he's got it wrapped around the headphone. Like oh the the, the, like the the top, you know, like headpiece. Cuz now that I'm looking at it, I think I can see like the little gold tip of it sticking out from like the middle of his head. Nobody tell him. Just let it be. I don't even yeah, know. No, this is why his job is in jeopardy. <laughs> what the I fuck? I don't know if he did it on purpose. That, that that's like my biggest quiz? thing. Because Car- Carlos, Carlos, you see him? You see him? Yeah. No, no, is no. It? no. Shh, shh, shh. Car- no Carlos, no. Shh, shh. Don't say anything. No, Carlos, don't tell him. Don't tell him. And this is why you're the man, Carlos. Anyway, anyway, we have a. <laughs> we have quite a quite a lineup for for you guys today. Yeah, we've got some uh, some topics that we want to discuss with the. We with we can't call them hot topics because we'll get sued. But they are topics that are hot. Jesus, but uh, b- before we go on, I, I want to make a quick note. Uh, we uh, we had the poll. We heard you guys on uh, over on Twitter at uh, Condor What? Yes, we did. And um. Uh, We've decided we're going to start extending our episodes a little bit. We're going to give our episodes some Viagra. Make them a little bit bigger. A little bit harder. If you're what the Condor episode lasts longer than four hours, um, report to your therapist immediately because no one deserves that much Condor. I mean, dude, we put up with it and that's enough. 
Yeah, the fact that y'all have to deal with this for just an hour. We should be paying. We should be paying you guys for having to deal with Condor for an hour. Dude, he was at my house for a week. That was fun. I mean, it was. It was very fun. But I had to deal with this for one whole week. My only solace was sleep. (laughs) Yeah. And how did that make you feel? I mean, I I brought... Pretty great. The sleep part? Yes. Um, but what about the condor part? Is having condor always there in your house, just knowing that on the other side of that wall, he's there lurking. I mean, I it, was, it, it wasn't. <clears throat> my fire it wasn't wallet. too bad. I mean, I only caught him lurking on the end of my bed once, and it was the first night. Oh, that's the and, only time he caught me good. Oh, hey yo! I need, I need more traps. No, see, I, I I thought you learned your lesson when I fucking kicked you in the face. Eh. Condor nice learning day. lessons. I mean, to be, fair, cool. to be fair, to be fair, fair, dude. Neither did I. But uh, but to be fair, I I figured he would learn a lesson if it involved bodily harm. Like, I mean, dude, I kicked him. I kicked him in the face, dude. He had a he had a fucking black eye for three days. And Jeez. not the first time. Won't be the last time. Like, dude, we, we went we went to the casino, and people were looking at us like I was the abusive boyfriend in this relationship. And to be fair, I was. Was? Still are. Shh. Don't you fucking say anything. Oh, golly. Yeah, let's, right. uh, let, let's, let's get a... Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's move on from this one. <laughs> I love it. Oh. I, I'm an oh, good man. I said the word Jeopardy, and that made reminded me of a quiz show, and I have a... Uh, his idea. Well, back to last week's quiz idea, which was the top five list with no name. Oh. I have the top five list. You give me the name. Oh, god damn it. Uh, all right. Another, th- another installment of um, what's that list? Go what? ahead, Condor. Give it, what, just go ahead. What is it? Okay. Number five on this list is Hartford, Connecticut. What? Number, f- <laughs> number okay. four. Number four on this list is Anderson, Indiana. Number three on this list is Montreal, Canada. Number two on this list is San Francisco, California. Number one on this list is Atlanta, Georgia, twice. Twice? Twice. Hmm. Is this the birthplaces of the top five players on the Pittsburgh Penguins? No. It'd be uh, a lot more Canada and a whole lot less USA. Yeah. Um, hmm. is, it, is it a list... Is it your will, top five list of favorite places you've masturbated? Close. I will say, uh, Mr. Oh. Fleece Surfing, you were close with going with some way in sports. Okay. Is it top five players that we've mentioned on the What the Condor podcast? No. Uh, I thought the Atlanta Georgia twice thing was a hint at the Manual Twins. 
Oh, because they're from San Francisco. Are they from San Francisco, or did they just play in California? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, Actually, I might owe you guys an apology for my second pick. I do. I had San Francisco. Number two was supposed to be San Diego. Huh. Okay. I mean, that still doesn't really help me one bit. It doesn't at all. Like, I, I have... I have no idea what this list could be. It's something involving sports. And it's something involving places. Sports teams, yeah. Well, um, actually, because every, sing- every single thing on the list was a place. You didn't mix it up like last time where you did fucking people and things. Yeah. Fucking fire hydrants. It's full house, not fire hydrants. Get it right. <laughs> I mean, um, there, there was a, I'm sure there was a fire hydrant in at least one. Top five, top five places Sidney Crosby has scored a hat trick. I don't. <laughs> I could say that, but that wouldn't. Oh. Anderson, Indiana has never had a team. <laughs> I think San Diego's had a team. I don't know. Had a team. I don't know. I don't know. Dude, I mean, I got, I got nothing. Like, I hate to say it. Well, like, my I big hit, this, but I got nothing. Well, the answer is top five, top five cities to lose a sports team and never get them back in that sport. Oh, really? Yes. Hartford <laughs> lost an NHL team. Anderson, Indiana had a basketball team. Montreal had really? the Montreal Expos. I feel like I've they, heard of that. In baseball. Oh, yeah. Baseball. Yeah, the Expos, yeah. San Diego had the Chargers. Yes, they did. That's right. They're not, yeah. They're not the fucking San Diego Chargers anymore. And That's right. Atlanta lost two hockey teams. Did they really? I, I did not they, know that. They had the Atlanta Flames they lost, and then they had the Atlanta Thrashers they lost. So Atlanta doesn't have a NHL team no. right now? No. Wow. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense, but like, wow. Atlanta's a pretty big market. It really is. I mean, the, like, the, Bra- I mean the, the, the Braves, the Falcons, the, the Hawks. True. And uh, yeah, Atlanta is a pretty, what's the word I'm looking for? Like metropolitan type of city. You know, it's, it's, it's shocking. I was, about, I was just about to say it's you know thinking about it it's really surprising they don't have a team right or they don't have team anymore again another uh, yeah another I mean team. maybe it's a matter of nobody in Atlanta is going to hockey games I mean that doesn't make sense let me maybe people yeah, had... they just don't like hockey any Atlanta Georgia listeners to the What the Condor podcast tweet us your uh, opinions on the sport they, of hockey and they lost the Atlanta Flames in 1980. Got a new team in 1999 called the Atlanta Thrashers and lost them in 2011. So at- Atlanta, talk to me on Twitter. It has been 10 years since you guys have had a hockey team. Um, They're overdue for a new team that you can lose in 10 more years. Wait, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, Connor. I have a question. You, you said they were the Atlanta Flames. Yes. Did they move to Calgary? Yes. Ah. Wow. I did a hockey smart. I'm proud of myself. You did a hockey smart. 
so yes, Atlanta, what the Condor listeners, would you like a hockey team back in the A? And if so, name that team. We want to see the your names uh, for your Atlanta hockey franchise in our mentions on twitter.com slash condor what. If it um, actually happens, we may even talk about it on the next episode. We just might uh, read out the best ones. And speaking of... Or funniest uh, ones. A little bit of hockey and things we talked about last week. I'm going to give you the answer to last week's uh, Where is this player that I left for you, the audience? Ah, yes, of course. The player was... Nay, do you remember the player? I gave him by the nickname, not the actual name. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, can you give it to me? Wait, the, the nickname? The name as we would say it. The Nuge? No. Damn it. <laughs> well, what, what the fuck do you want from me, dude? It, it was it was Jesse. Poogie poogie poogie. I hey, said... You, you, you really wanted me to fuck... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted you to say poogie poogie poogie. <laughs> fucking poogie poogie poogie. Yes. Because so... that's how I fucking read the name out the first time you fucking showed it to me. Either that, or I had a that, stroke. Is he plays for the Oilers? His name is Puvu Varvi or so, like I can't even get it right if I'm trying. It's like Puvu Varvi. Puvu Varvi. Can't do it. What? Puvu I'm hey. looking up the roster for the Edmonton Oilers I, I, I'm right gonna now. Send you the, I'm going to pull up this guy's name for you, and you're going to give us the correct answer. I, I guess I can try. I can't, dude. I can't say it. What position does he play? Does he he still plays for the Oilers? He, he, he just plays. He, he just dropped it. He dropped the name in the uh, in the the lounge. Oh, in the Discord. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Um. Golly. Um, now okay. you understand where Pooja 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 comes from. Pooja Pooja Pooja. Much easier. Uh, let me just see if like Hockey Reference or something has any way to pronounce this name. <laughs> this man's going to use the power of the internet to try to figure out how the fuck to say that name. While we're on the um, concept of names. Okay. Puli... Pooley RV? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, Jesse Pooley RV. That's how you say it. Pooley RV. Got it. According to Hockey Reference, it's 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 Pooley RV. So, so shout out to Jesse Pooley RV. Shout out to the Edmonton hey, Oilers. Jesse, can you pull the RV around? <laughs> yeah, that's that's just, that's how you got to remember it. Is is uh, Jesse's gonna pull the RV around? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, one, God my, damn it. one of my other favorite names from sports is uh, Travis, race car driver. Well, ex-race car driver, because I think I want to say for domestic assault, maybe? Beast? Oh, that's oh. amazing. I mean, it's good that sports will actually stop people from Well, yes. I mean, if they're actually yeah. doing that. I'm kind of surprised NASCAR did it. 
Can somebody give me that last name? Mr. Flea. I'll try, I'll try okay, it. according to Wikipedia, it is Quapple. Travis Quapple. How does KVA make a Q sound? Listen, man, it's it's just st- certain that's languages and descents, you know. I, I fucking hate it because Condor will give me these names and he makes me look like a fucking retard because I have strokes trying to say names like Pulyarvi when it's actually just Pulyarvi. Pulyarvi. So, um, shout out to Jesse Pulyarvi and fuck Travis Quapple is what Quapple. I'm getting into this. Yeah. Wop. The impression I'm getting is that I'm going to have to have a quapple with Travis if I ever see him in person. <laughs> Me and Travis are going to get into a fucking quapple. I'm going to have to. your nickname just be the quap? The quap. Now, if you have your name be the quap, is it spelled with a Q? Or is it spelled with how you spell your name? A V A. KVAP, the quap. Wow. <laughs> that's how that's how it's gotta be. I, I can just imagine like the signs <laughs> the K A V P. It's like what the fuck is that? The quap? The it's the quap. What? Oh it's a it's a race car driver that sexually assaults women. Oh. Well why do you why do you have that shirt? And then, you know, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. You'll understand it whenever you listen to What the Condor. Yeah. You... <laughs> and, and, and and that's when you slide them a QR code, Condor. That's when you give them the QR code to the What the Condor. I'm really working on getting these uh, business cards and stickers with the QR code on Oh, oh, announcement, announcement for What the Condor, now that we've mentioned QR codes. Uh, coming soon. And, so- and soon might be in, like, you know, some months. But soon... What the Condor merch? Coming in a time. Coming in a time. What the Condor merch? It's a thing that um, is in very early, like alpha stages. It's in development. It is in development. We make no promises of merch. It's a thing we're looking into. We'd like to do it. If you um, want to see merch, please spread the word. Give us support so we can do it. But so we, we make no promises of merch. We don't have it today. We don't okay. have it. Yeah, we make no so, promises of merch today. All right, that's my disclaimer. Go ahead and continue. Oh, I just ripped my shirt off, and we don't have something to replace it. Well, we did make a promise of no merch today, so that seems to be your problem. Fine. Give me the sewing kit. We over here sewing my shirt back together. So while uh, Condor is doing that, um, I believe that is all we really had to talk about before we dedicate the rest of the pod to Frank Ocean. Well, presumably the rest of the pod. We'll see how this goes. See how okay. long drag this out. So for our but first yes. installment of WTC Album Club, we've got no uh, the album that I picked and you all voted on. It's uh, Frank Ocean's 2016 masterpiece, Blonde. Now, before we even um, dive in to um, any music on this album, 
something I want to talk about with you guys and get your opinions on is the album cover as well as the name of the album. Why is it called Blonde if his hair is green? And also, um, as he face palming. I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with the first part of that question. Like, why is the album called Blonde? Hey, I don't, I don't really know. Frank Ocean is one of the most, like, very, like, he doesn't give very many hints, and he's kind of cryptic in his, uh... Like me. Got it. No, not quite like you. Um... But yeah, there, there, there's very, there's not very much background. It like is into why it's actually called blonde or why his hair is green. Okay, so it's just like this is it. Fucking deal with it. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. So, but what I wanted to ask you about um, the album cover and the album name. Is if you actually looked at I don't know if either of you noticed this, this but it's spelled differently. Wait. On what? the album cover, it's B L O N D, and the name of the album on like YouTube and streaming services is B L O N D E. I actually did notice that. Where else has it wrong? What? The album cover is correct. Everywhere else has it wrong. Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, the artist create the album, names it, and spells the name. That's how it's supposed to be spelled. I guess. That, yeah, I guess so. So everyone else got it wrong. Where to go, everybody else. So the theory behind the two different spellings of blonde actually ties into the track Nights. Really? Yes. Uh, Frank Ocean's Blonde is exactly one hour long and exactly 30 minutes into the album is when the beat switch happens on Nights. Okay. So, that the theory is that the f- the first 30 minutes are one variation of the spelling of blonde and after the beat switch on nights happens it transitions into the second half which is another variation of the spelling of blonde i don't remember which one comes first and which one comes second so don't don't quote me on anything like that but that is the theory that there are two halves to this album there's i i guess there's blonde without the e and then there's blonde with the e and the beat switch on nights is the transition from blonde into blonde. You know what? I'm down with that. Let's go. That, that I, I, I'm down with this. So while I'm we're already- on the track nights, I want, I did want to also talk about the beat switch and how, in my personal opinion, this is one of the greatest musical moments ever. Um, just the, the way that the, it builds up with multiple layers of guitars and then it just switches 
just like that, like it's fucking just seamless. I think that is one of the best musical moments ever and one of the better moments on this album. So what do you, what, I mean, what do you guys think about that? I quite enjoyed it. And just like, and just kind of the song overall, because I think it is the most streamed. Oh, I lied. I lied. Pink and White is actually the most streamed song on this album. But Nights is one of the more popular songs on this album. So what did you guys think about Nights? I will say, I enjoyed the album as a whole, Nights. The transition really worked well. I did enjoy that too. It's, it's a really good uh, album to tell to. I, I dude, yes. I mean, I, I, I completely agree with Condor. This, this was a beautiful album. And I mean, as far as Nights specifically, I really enjoyed the song. It, it was probably my favorite song on the album as far as like actual music favorite, because obviously you know what my favorite moment is. Yes, yes, I do know what your album. favorite moment is on this album. Yes, I and, do. Uh, but that, that, that beat switch, I, w- I will say, I mean, I will definitely give you give you points for that being like really really nice and and i would i would even venture to agree that it was one of the greatest musical moments in history it was smooth the the build-up just it, it, there's no words it was it was beautiful and since we're talking about beats, um, there's not too many on this album. Um, people a lot of the time kind of confuse or kind of put industrial and experimental in the same category where everything has to be loud and noisy and in your face. But Blonde kind of takes that and put and flips that on its head. There are only... Six songs on this this uh, 17 track album that have drums on them. Nike's Pink and White, uh, Nights, Pretty Sweet, uh, Close to You, and Future Free. The rest of these songs have no drums or percussion on them. Um, did you guys feel that this was like something lacking in the album, or was it like a big risk that paid off for Frank Ocean? What did you guys think about that? It confused me at first because I just thought, yeah, yeah, more music would like most music has some type of percussion. I mean, yeah, I can definitely it, it definitely threw me, but I mean, quite a few things threw me about this album. First one being. I, I won't lie. I, I did not know that Frank Ocean was not a white guy. <laughs> like just the name, like Frank, like Frank Ocean. Exactly. Like I, I expected a white guy. Like don't you know? Obviously, I, I didn't care. It was. I still enjoyed it all the same. Of course. It was just yeah. with that name. I expected just some white dude, and no, it's a black guy. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So the name Frank Ocean. It's actually not. Frank Ocean's birth name, surprise, oh, yeah. surprise. Yeah. 
his birth name is Christopher Christopher Bro, I believe is how you say it. Bro. B R B R E A U X, I believe is how it's spelled. Brox. Yes. So and the name Frank Ocean comes from Frank Sinatra was in the movie Ocean's Eleven. So Frank Ocean. Is where is where that's where that comes from. Frank Sinatra. No, 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 you hold up. I've made some stretches to make some jokes before, but that is more of a stretch than anything I've ever done. I'm sorry. Frank Ocean is a fire ass name, though. I love it. I love it. It's a good name, but the stretch to get there from where you started, it's like, what kind of a fucking. I mean, that's the, those are the stretches you have to make to come up with creative genius, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But uh, as far as to answer your question about, about the percussion, I mean, it, 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 was, it was a stretch for me at first. Like, like you know, the, the first couple songs were, and then, then I really started to notice that, that there wasn't like a consistent, you know, percussion beat. And mm-hmm. I was just like, what the fuck? But I kept, I just kept listening, and I just, I would find myself just, you know, sitting on my couch, and just vibing to the song, even though there there was no beat whatsoever, right? No, no percussion. I did not like this album for three years after it came out because of the lack of the production. Production. What? The lack of drums. The lack of drums. It sounded like you said production instead of percussion. My fault. But you're good. You're good. Just because of the lack of drums, when this album came out in 2016, I did not like this album until around 2019. You know, I mean, that's that's fair. And I think that also has to do with the boundaries that and the genre bending that Frank Ocean did on this album to kind of make it timeless and that it's it's aged so well. I mean, yeah. This album still sounds like it could have come out today, which, I mean, it came out only five years ago, but... Which really isn't that long ago, but... It's it really like not. If you, 2016 feels like so fucking long ago, especially because we just came off the last two years being in a global pandemic, but we won't go on about that. We're not going to get political on here. <laughs> no, no, we, we, we leave that for the outside world. <laughs> in here, it's just the three of us and our stupidity. And then Kyle and Carlos. And Kyle's here sometime. I mean, Kyle's always sure. here, but he's never here. Sure, Carlos is here more than Kyle. I mean, yeah. So I mean, in terms of favorites and least favorites, what would you guys go for? I personally go for White Ferrari. As your favorite track on the album, yeah. White Ferrari? Okay. Was able to vibe with it. I I, I won't. Lie. I also I did enjoy that song too, but it, it was I, not my favorite. Whenever I first started listening to the whole album, I was like kind of iffy because all my music is fast, hard. This is the exact opposite of everything I've listened to. I, I feel that so much. Like th- this album. Like, had it not been for the album club, I would have never listened to this album. Mm. Like, I'm all about, I got, I got two things. I've got rap, 
and I've got fucking video game music because I'm your typical white dude who's a gamer. A bitch. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> yeah. But so okay, well, hold on, Connor. What was your least favorite track? Yes. I. It may just be because it was early in. Nikes did not stick with me. <laughs> I honestly feel that. I feel that because I this is my favorite album ever, and I completely understand why people don't like the track Nikes. And when it comes to ranking this album, Nikes is lower on my list, and it's because it is because of the uh, the vocals, the the vocals editing, it them being so pitched so high pitched and for them to go on for as long as they do i understand why people would not be too high on that song in particular i mean for for me nike gets a high rating because it was funny i don't know if it was meant to be funny but there were there were a couple lines in there where like I, i couldn't help but start laughing because you know when i'm listening to i'm listening to the lyrics i'm listening to the beat i'm listening to everything right so vibing along with the, with the song and then hearing the lyrics, like dude, I I cracked the fuck up. I I fucking scared my girlfriend one time when I did it. Oops, I think I did. I think I woke her up. Could be wrong. She may have just talked in her sleep. I love you, baby. Because <laughs> you know she's gonna listen to this. Oh yeah. Shout out to Brittany. If we're if we're giving out names, I'm sorry. I just realized. But okay, um Condor gave his Nate, what about you? What would you say? Alright, for me, my all time favorite is actually Knights. I loved the song overall. Mm-hmm. I I have to say I probably vibed to this song the hardest out of all of the songs on this album. And my oh. least favorite, just fucking immediately, that Facebook story. It's a fucking, it's a minute and nine seconds of just fucking bullshit. That's fair. But what about, like, a song that's, like, actually, like, not just, you know, some, not, not, fi- not including Facebook story and be yourself. What would you say is your least favorite? Okay, a- excluding the songs that, you know, didn't even pass three minutes. Well, I really gotta think for a second because, like I said, I, I enjoyed a lot of this album. Uh, probably self control. Ooh. Okay. Uh, if I'll give, I'll give out my favorites. My favorite is actually. Self control on this album. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> them. My favorite my favorite song on this album is Self Control. And then my least favorite? Oh, I don't know. Blonde. I guess I'm not gonna say future of free because I'm not gonna account account for the, the um interviewing part because I can I would almost consider that like a whole separate interlude closing to the album thing and i like hold up that confused the fuck out of me too it confused it honestly it confuses the fuck out of me too yeah okay as long as we're on the same page there 
but um, it's mostly a lot of um it's frank frank is in the that um little that like five minute interlude part and i think it's his brother and some of and, and, and his friends all like interviewing and talking about like them their lives and uh i think at one point tower the creator is mentioned in that yeah i think so but um not no, including yeah. not including um facebook story and be yourself maybe my least favorite song is oh pretty sweet maybe i and i i like pretty sweet a lot more i think than a lot of people do because a lot of people probably hear that really um the intro to that song right after the andre 3000 verse and just immediately think that that shit is garbage which i mean again it, it makes sense but um yeah just in terms of everything else i think just everything else on this album is just so fantastic that yeah pretty sweet kind of has to be at the bottom for me that's fair I would ask you guys about what your favorite feature is, but there are only like a handful of them. And most of them are besides one is the rest of them are just like backup. Beyonce has backup vocals on pink and white. Um, and Pharrell Williams is actually the producer on that track. Um, on the chorus of self-control, the second one, there is rapper Young Lean. And the other two features that I can only really find are um, only um, speculated and, and they're rumored to be on there. And it's Kanye West and Kendrick Lamar. Kanye is allegedly on White Ferrari and Kendrick Lamar is allegedly on Skyline 2. I was going to say, I... I... I googled a features list and I see both of those names on here. So really the only feature that I can only really like count as like a feature is like somebody that really contributed like a more than backup vocals or a chorus one time is Andre 3000 from from Outkast on the solo reprise. I'm going to be honest like 25% of those names you mentioned I did not know who they were. <laughs> Heard of Kanye. Heard of, uh, what you just said, Andre 3000, thinking it's not good. Then, heard of Beyonce, but I don't think I've ever heard any of her music. I was about to say, I hope you know, I hope you've at least heard of Beyonce. I tried to say, it's hard to be Beyonce. So this is like the one feature on the album. How do you guys feel about three stacks on this album? Who? Andre 3000. <laughs> you can't just change the name and make me think it's the same name. And, and you know, bro, I won't even cap. I don't remember which song was he even on. It's the it's the solo reprise between Nights and, and Pretty Sweet. Oh, oh. Yeah, the, the 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 rap verse that he has solo that I can see under the skirt of an ant. Yeah, that's Andre three thousand. Oh, dude, that was fucking dope. Yeah, I thought it was really good too. I enjoyed the fuck out of that, dude. 
like for me, like most of the, of those, you know, songs that like are like a, a minute and a half mm-hmm. or less. Like most of them kind of irritated me. And it was just because for me it was a, it was a clear break in I guess like the, the flow of what the what I felt the album was supposed to be. You know, obvious, obviously Frank Ocean made it this way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would have never listened to this otherwise, so I didn't know what to expect. So I really I really didn't like the, the different breaks with these like bullshit ass minute songs. Especially because you know, I listen to it on YouTube. So I'm sitting there and fucking, you know, a new song would start and I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. And then a minute would go by and I hear a fucking ad. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but no, I, I did enjoy uh, Andre 3000 making a little pop-up appearance. Like a, around the, the middle of the album. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think this is one of uh, the best guest verses ever. And Andre 3000, I think he goes a little underrated for for the masses for what so. he did with Outkast and what he's still doing to this day. What is he still doing to this day? Wait, he's still most on- most recently he was just featured on uh, the new Kanye album. Oh shit! Yeah, Damn. Andre was just on. He was just yeah, on Donda. So, so he's so he's still got clout. He's still doing things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I, I just don't know because you know he's not one of the guys I keep up with. Right, I got you. And I, I only keep up with a handful of people. What about a handful of your asshole? Oh, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> later and non-public. Oh, uh, that I questioned if Andre three thousand was still alive. Somehow in that I heard handful and asshole. <laughs> but yes, Andre three thousand. Andre three thousand is still alive. Well, that's good to know. So you said you you weren't really a big fan of like the minute long tracks, like uh, "Be Yourself" and "Good Guy." Not really. So and. Nobody's going to incriminate anybody here, but we're just going to ask for to to the, to the whole panel, of course. What did you guys think of the track "Be Yourself"? I'll give it a meh. I won't even lie; it was kind of forgettable for me. Yeah, it was. It, it's just um, one of Frank Ocean's friends' moms leaving him a voicemail saying, "Don't do drugs. Don't drink." And then she goes on quite a little bit about about how when people become weed heads, they become sluggish, lazy, stupid, and unconcerned. Hey, yeah, I mean, like, like I, I found comedy in them when there was some, but I did, like I said, I personally didn't like the the little breaks in between the actual music. Right. Like I said, it was kind of forgettable just because it was you know someone's mom leaving a voicemail spouting off about drugs and alcohol. Stuff we've all so, done before. So the, yeah, exactly. The thing I found the most hilarious about that interlude is the sheer irony of it. Because you know, she's given this minute and a half long voicemail about not, you know, smoking weed and drinking alcohol 
And then in the very next track, Solo, in the first line, Frank Ocean says that he's gone off tabs of LSD. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was the part that I appreciated the most was just the sheer irony of Frank Ocean including that on on that. I break or I break. You know, I, I will say that having that pointed out to me, that is really funny. Like, like I said, it, it was forgettable for me, so I didn't put it together. Right, I got you. But no, but with you pointing that, that is really, that is really fucking funny. <laughs> don't drink, don't do drugs. I'm gone off tabs of LSD. <laughs> <laughs> gone off tabs of that acid. Yeah, just that's like, what uh, that's what Frank says on Solo. Like, uh, did did you not just hear the the voice? Now that we <laughs> no, I think he heard it, and he was just like, "Nope." He, he heard it, and that's what make him. That's what made him do the acid. <laughs> made him do it. He was just like, he's like, "Nope, I don't even want to be here anymore." Uh, spite, motherfucker. Exactly. It, to, he decided to spite whoever's mom that was. He was like, fuck you, I'm going to take LSD. <laughs> so, oh, that's pretty funny. For closing thoughts on uh, this album, um, I guess we'll uh, put it on a 1 to 10 scale. You, everybody, I think everybody knows what I'm giving this album. It's a 10 out of 10. It's perfect for me. But I kind of want to know what... Um, what everybody else would give it, and and why? One of you can go first. I don't really care who goes first. I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. Okay. Just one second. Yeah, no problem. Ah, had to clear my throat. But um, overall, I'm gonna give this album. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Okay. And I mean, for the most part, you know, we know my reasoning. I've pretty much put it out right during, during this entire review. But uh, the the minute long songs or quote unquote songs really threw me off. And I mean, I really like you know you kind of put me on the spot when you said besides the minute songs because I mean I really enjoyed every single song on this album. Right. Like you put me on the spot. I had to say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, I get you. Yeah, because I, mean, cause, like, I, I vibe to everything except for majority of the minute songs. Like, so I, I did right. enjoy the, uh, the solo reprise, mm-hmm. but I, I think that was probably the only one, ex- except for now, because you pointed out the irony in yeah. uh, Be Yourself and Solo. Mm-hmm. But, uh, overall, I really enjoyed this. So seven out of ten. Okay. Condor, if you don't stop making that noise in my ear. Yeah, what the fuck problems. is that? Uh, I'm having a great time, guys. He's doing his best Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Wait, what about Hamster? Yes, because that's what I said. Good God. But, um... The question that wasn't asked, um... I would uh, like to give this a rating. That question was asked. Okay. Literally what I just finished doing. 
Yeah, go ahead and uh, and and do that. What were you just fucking buried in your phone the last like two and a half minutes? It was that's for you, not for me. I didn't want to interrupt your conversation. Okay, fair enough. I can appreciate Fair enough, that. I guess. But go I'm for a, it, Condor. Give, no, give this album a rating. What's your rating and why? Rating? For me, gets a 6 out of 10. Okay. Just because okay. it's... Like I've said before, it's different from everything else I listen to. And that threw me off a little bit. I did enjoy it. It was bringing bringing me into a new genre of music. I can totally feel that. I can totally second that. This feels completely different, completely thrown me off. Because it's so different from everything I listen to. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, this album, yeah, it's a, it, it's a, it's a 10 for me. Um... I think there are you like this album? shocking, I know. Yeah, but um It's almost like you picked it, Condor. I do although the you know it's hard to say because you know this is my favorite piece of music ever, but there are some moments that do kind of bog this album down in my opinion, like the last five minutes of Future of Free. Given the first five minutes or four minutes or so are amazing. I could do without the interviews. I, you know, and I think that's really like the only moment that I could really skip on this album or like really like do without to the point where it's like, okay, you know, let's move Song's on. Over. Song's over. I can shut this off. I think I told you this before the uh, podcast, but first time I went to listen to this was in my car. And I think I must have hit shuffle on the album. First thing I got was uh, that song. Oh, Future of Free was the first one? Yeah. and Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> it, it threw me off a like, little bit. Okay, it went from music to this interview. What's the rest of the album going to be like? But no, I just... You, you I just accidentally hit a button. What does this button do? You, ac- you accidentally made mistakes. It accidentally was an accident. But I do think that everything else on this album is just too great, too amazing. Especially the first nine tracks. The run from Nike up until Nights puts Frank Ocean up there for me. And like in terms of like even just greatest musical artists ever. There are I think there's only like a handful of artists that can make a nine-track run as great as Nike's up until Nights, and then even you know in the in the later parts of the album, White Ferrari, Siegfried, and Godspeed, back to back to back is amazing. And yeah, I, I think that just those two moments alone are enough, of course, to compensate for the four minutes that I could do without. So yeah, this is this is definitely my favorite. Um, record of all time it's one of the easiest tens i've ever given you know given if that was years later and i did not like this thing at first but right once i actually like got my head out of my ass and um kind of sat down and listened to it 
it became one of the 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 easiest ten out of tens I've ever given. Yeah, once you were actually like, you know what, I should actually listen to this. You said yeah, right. Like, and it, all those years started, later, like, oh my god, yes. Yeah, right. Like I was just stuck listening to you know Channel Orange and some singles, and I was like, huh, maybe I should give Blonde another shot. And I was like, holy shit, this is the best thing he's ever done. <laughs> yeah, kind kind of funny that when it first came out, you hated it, and now years later. It is one of the easiest 10 out of 10s you could ever give. It is your favorite album. Yeah, maybe I need to go back and do that to some other albums. Kid Cudi, Speeding Bullet to Heaven, I'm looking at you. No, that album just sucks overall. Maybe I'll (laughs) present that to the album club just to see what you guys think about it. (laughs) It's it's just, it's Kid Cudi um, basically making like um, like a Nirvana album. Oh, God. Oh, the second band he said. And and uh, Beavis and Butthead make appearances in there. Wait, what? Yes, there are like um, little sections in between tracks on the on the Kid Cudi Speed and Bullet to Heaven album, where Beavis and Butthead are basically just come in at like the end of tracks. And I I, I haven't heard this album in like six years, but I'm pretty sure they just come in and say like, "Whoa, that kicked ass," you know, and, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. What kind of stuff but yeah. Like that? I, I don't I don't think I don't think that Kid Cudi album is very good, but this Frank Ocean album is very good, and um, I think that's. Did anybody else have any other closing thoughts on Blonde? No, I, I mean I, I got my piece out. I got my. I, uh, I enjoyed dollar this. and fifty cents. Your dollar and fifty cents. Okay, I I think. I think for Frank Ocean's Blonde, I think that's where we're going to leave it. Oh, wait, this uh, is the Frank Ocean album? I think that's a good place to leave it. Um, be sure to let us know on Twitter, of course, at Condor What. Uh, be sure to voice your opinions on this album if you did, in fact, uh, join us for this listening experience. And be sure to tune in to our episode in two weeks when we'll be covering the black keys el camino that and yes you know what since uh since we still got a little bit of time left here on the panel counter yeah. why don't you give us a a very quick synopsis of of what we should be expecting in this album okay as i've been saying throughout uh this review my style of music is uh Faster pace. Yeah. So we got first three songs. You're hitting off with some uh, Lonely Boy, Dead and Gone, and Gold on the Ceiling. Great songs. But even in there, the fourth song, you got Little Black Submarines. You're starting that off pretty slow. Okay. The breaking point in there. It hits me. I'm excited. Go from the slow pace on to okay, this decide to speed all this shit up. Let's fucking crank that shit up to eleven. Okay. I'm very excited to listen to this album. I'm excited to listen to all the albums for the album club. Oh yeah, uh, I'm. I I can't wait till we get to mine. I'm very happy that mine actually got a uh, got voted for last. Are you call me fat? 
Sure, why not? Okay. Because not not one of my words in there ever referenced you or calling you fat. So at this point, dude, I I think I think at this point either Kyle's fucking with your headset or you're just fucking hearing things. What about a can of beer? Oh, sweet. Thank you. My point exactly. But yeah. Where did you get the beer from? Yeah, dude, I don't even ask at this point. Okay, so we've got... We just covered Blonde. We've got El Camino next by the Black Keys. And then after that, we have got Music to be Murdered by, the 2020 release from Marshall Mathers himself, Nem Nem. Good old Nem Nem. I can name three rappers. Marshall Mathers, Katie, and Eminem. <laughs> I'll do you one better. Eminem, Marshall Mathers, Slim Shady, B Rabbit, and oh, the and the, the the white guy from uh, the Fifty Cent video game. The white guy from the Fifty Cent video. You game. You said three, or you say you do me one. You did me two better. What the fuck, man? Dude, I mean, he's one upping his own estimations, bro. You know what? I'll do you one better than that. Uh oh. Doctor Dre's acquitted murderer. Oops. Hey, Dr. Dre is dead and he's locked in his basement. I mean, yeah. This is this is true. The, the, these are facts as spoken by M. It yeah. indeed is. But that's going to bring this episode of What the Condor to an end. Indeed it is. Next we have the Black Keys in 2 weeks. And in four weeks, we have music to be murdered by. Be sure to join us next week, though. We've got some good stuff for you next week as well. It's not... You know, oh, oh, yeah, no. We're still going to bring you our weekly stupidity. Don't worry. That's, that's not going away. Oh, no. We're not, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. They're going to have to... They're going to have to steal our studio from us to stop us. And even then, we're still going to find another studio. We will bring you... The What the Condor podcast. All right. And with that, I just have one more thing to say. Of course. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. And we'll see you next week.